You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I am also the founder of Whole Nine Sports, where you can find all of my written work. Today, we're talking about the Gators at Media Day in Hoover, Alabama. We'll take a look at how the tough schedule could throw a bit of a wrench into our SEC champ and Natty Hopes. And we'll wrap up by taking a look at the updated Heisman odds for Emory Jones. Before we get started, just a quick reminder to follow Locked On Gators wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Be sure to leave a review, DM, call me. I don't care, man. I'm cool with it. Or man or woman. I'm cool with it either way. Just let me know your thoughts on the show, how I can improve it, anything you want to see. Feel free. Cool. I'm, I'm a chatty. I'm a chatty person. Um, NBA draft goat Chad Ford, Lockdown NBA draft host Rafael Barlow, and Lockdown NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA draft. It's Lockdown NBA draft 2021 brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Lockdown NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Now, we all know that this Gators defense last year was, um, how do I put this gently? Um, underwhelming. <laughs> That's what I'll roll with. The expectations this year is for this defense to be significantly improved, including Ventrell Miller, starting linebacker for the Gators, saying that he thinks Florida will be a top defense in the nation, which would be pretty awesome. Um... It's something that we, we're kind of used to doing as Gators, but it, it, last year was just like, I, I can't comprehend how everything fell apart so quickly, so often. Um, of course, a big part of that was the secondary not performing up to par. I'm trying to be nice with these words, if you can't tell. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to trying to pick my words wisely because again it's not like i'm super heated super mad about it it's just uh super disappointed last year um so yeah, i'm trying to pick my words kind of uh wisely yeah so that that's what i'm doing there but the defense was lackluster uh to say to say the least at least um that was fun to say the least at least again um and so it it's kind of the expectations now where yeah, like the defense needs to improve because it couldn't possibly get much worse than it was last year, right? Um, I mean, if you want to look at it, one of the ways I'm going to look at it is that, uh, so if you want to share this thought, our rushing attack, probably going to be significantly better than it was last year, which leads to offense being on the field longer, defense being on the field less, defense giving up less yards, touchdowns, first downs, whatever metric you want to use. Uh, Likely, yeah, likely the defense will improve statistically based on the offense just 
going at a, no, I don't want to say slower pace, but the offense uh, eating up more clock is how I'll, is how I'll phrase it. Um, so I think that's a big thing. We also know that in the secondary, Dan Mullen said that he expects Jaden Hill to step in as the number one or number two corner starting opposite Kair Elam, which is, thank goodness. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that. Thank goodness. Uh, I know that we've got some new faces in this secondary, and Jaden Hill coming in and stepping up and being the guy that's supposed to play opposite, opposite Kyrie Elam is huge um, because that spot now is just... It's going to probably be the focal point for a lot of teams' passing attacks because they're likely not going to challenge Kyrie Elam. So, yeah, that that's... That's kind of a big thing now. So we have Jaden Hill expected to be a starting corner, which is something that we haven't been able to really pin down for sure. It's kind of like with the Emery-Anthony Richardson thing. It's like, well, who's going to be the starting QB? Even though the expectation was Emery, it's great to get some clarification on that. We also had Dan Mullen talk about Florida not being favored by the media at media day of course uh he mentioned like oh like we were never usually ranked high it's let's go unbiased here last year florida was ranked pretty high, pretty high expected to win the division um it was it was weird because like they got the most votes to win the division but not the most votes to win the conference or or not the most votes to represent the conference which is like a weird thing to do um but dan mullen got to talk about not being favored by the media and pretty much saying screw it we don't care um you guys never really respect us doesn't matter to us we had demarcus bowman uh i mean it was kind of expected this is another thing like it, it's like we knew what was expected to happen it's just confirmation demarcus bowman will be eligible immediately as expected in Gainesville and last for the media day recap Dan Mullen wants Bama and so do I like I, I want that smoke like Dan Mullen um he said that he wants the permanent cross divisional games to pretty much go bye-bye um this is the first time Florida's played Bama in 10 years and Dan Mullen said that you know he wants it to happen more often like he wants these high profile games these these top of the division top of the conference games and honestly so do i because like i am so damn sick and tired of alabama this alabama that alabama this alabama i want to see florida beat the brakes off of them which honestly I think is entirely possible this year. Maybe not beat the brakes off them, but but to beat them. Uh, I'll get into that in further detail um, in a in a later episode. But yeah, no, I I, I also want Bama. Good job, Dan Mullen. I love that he's just unapologetically like, yeah, no, this is what we want. Like, like we are good. Like we are damn good and we want these top games and i love it i honestly wish not not that i wish but i i kind of hope that there were less divisional games and more out of conference games but you can't really trust conferences or schools really to uh 
to self-govern that they won't just book a bunch of cupcakes <clears throat> like Bama does. So, so Dan Mullen, like I, I get it wanting to play Bama more, especially because every Bama fan loves to talk that talk. I mean, as much as they can, not super literate. Um, <laughs> but they, they want to talk that talk, and, you know, we get to be like, oh, yeah, well, this happened nine years ago. And it, it's just, it's silly. I mean, at least now we get, like, the SEC title game when we're in there. But on the regular season schedule, I also want Bama on there more. Uh, I, I want that smoke from them just because, yeah, I want, I want, I want our gators to put in that work on their lives um so that that's where i'm at that's those were the main takeaways from media day and talking about how fresh just honestly all three of our guys like in dan mullen zachary carter and ventral miller like people keep that's the biggest thing people keep talking about the fashion from the gators and you know uh and they, they looked pretty snazzy. I'm not going to lie to you, especially Dan Mullen's tie. It was a thing of beauty. <laughs> Think the Gators have a shot at the Natty this year? If you're confident, Bet Online currently has plus 2,800 odds. That's right, improving. And I'm just saying, I'm going to take them. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. With real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine, it is the best way to place your bets and, best part, it's 100% free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device, which is how I like to bet, to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to use promo code LOCKEDON, that is L-O-C-K-E-D, no space on for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Now I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, Florida's got a pretty pretty tough schedule this year. Not gonna lie, and that it could very well throw a, a little bit of a wrench in our plans to win the SEC and to win the Natty. Um, and that's that's a toughie. Um, because starting off the year we got Florida, uh, Florida Atlantic, and South Florida, and I'm going to say they likely won't be pushovers. Um, most likely. <laughs> and then starts SEC play, where you got Bama, Tennessee, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, LSU, Georgia, South Carolina. Seven-game stretch with five games that are not going to be easy. Um well, four games that are not going to be easy and one that could be more difficult than we we're expecting. You got Bama, LSU, Georgia, South Carolina. The four games that I think are going to be a bit of a toughie for us. Um, just because those teams, I mean, Bama's Bama, LSU's not not back to what they were two years ago. Georgia's Georgia and SC's SC. You know they're they're SEC schools. They've got good defenses that you kind of you kind of have to respect. Um, as much as you don't want to respect anything about them, you kind of have to. And the fifth game is Tennessee, um, which just sounds 
funny. But they got Hoople, or I, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce his name properly. <laughs> but Hoople from UCF coming over to Tennessee to be the new head coach, and he's he's playing with the big boys now, which is great for him because, you know, he, he's been coaching and dominating with little brother. Um, and that's like, congrats, I guess. Like, who cares, really? Uh, so... <laughs> But I'm sorry, that's a little rude. But again, I don't, I don't really care. Um, but yeah, so he's been coaching little brother for a while, and now he's coming to play with the big boys in the big boy sandbox, and likely gonna get the brakes beat off him. But I think that he's going to be able to get this team kind of gelled better than we expect. Um, see, it's a rough uh, dealing of the cards if you will, just given how things played out. Again, I mean, I'm for it because like, win or lose, these are going to be, most of these games are going to be games where it's like, yeah, well, or actually, I don't even want to say that. There are games like Bama and Georgia where it's like, ah, those games could go either way. And like, I want more games like that where it's like, those games could go either way and it wouldn't surprise me either way. Um, this year, if we were to lose to a team like LSU, I'd be disappointed. Same thing for SC. I'd, I'd be pretty disappointed about like not beating the worst team, um, which sounds so simple and like naive of an explanation, but it is what it is. Um, my biggest thing, honestly, is that we've got a lot of turnover with these Gators this year, and... Th- Early on, there's just not a lot of room for error or time to gel uh, with in-game situations before kind of uh, kind of running the gauntlet. I I think that could be a solid term for that um, because it's Florida Atlantic, which I think is going to put up a better fight than people anticipate. And then it's USF, which. Uh, is what it is. Um, but then it's Bama, so it's it's a little rough just because there's not a ton of uh yeah there's not a ton of time to build up. Whereas Bama gets to run through Miami off rip, so that's I it, this sucks. Um, yeah, Bama runs through Miami just immediately. Then they play Mercer, which is like a cupcake game, and as Bama does. And then they get Florida, whereas we get Florida Atlantic, USF, or not we get, we chose Florida Atlantic and USF before running into the buzzsaw that is Bama, um, which is incredibly unfortunate because, yeah, it's like th- there's not a ton of room for error or a ton of time to grow, really, um, that like early on in the year. And then you have one hiccup and it could kind of derail your whole season. We've seen college football where like a one-loss team, you could easily not be ranked as a top five team. Granted, it usually comes to it usually comes down to who that loss is to, but yeah, th- those losses can just, I mean, it could derail your season. They could pile up and add on and become this big issue that just lingers and keeps growing. Um, I'm gonna hope that that's not the case. And on the bright side, Florida has a relatively easy end of the schedule with Samford, Missouri, and then Florida State as the last three games. Um, oh man, this is a tough schedule this year, man. I'm just... 
I'm just like, I'm looking at it again. It's just, it's a toughie. Um, but again, this is one of those things where like, I'm, I'm fully confident in this roster. I'm fully confident in Emery as our QB, and I'm fully confident in Dan Mullen as a head coach of the Florida Gators to at, at least keep it very close if there are any losses. Uh, I Yeah, I'm more confident in this team than I've been in any of my sports teams <laughs> in recent history. Uh, yeah, it's 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 gonna be good. It's just it's gonna be tough. At least it's gonna be exciting. As we build anticipation for the football season, let's start building our bodies too. Built Bar is the best protein bar on the market. It has 18 delicious flavors, including recent Built Bar champion coconut brownie chunk. Personally, though, we all know it's coming. I'm a cookie dough chunk or peanut butter brownie kind of guy. If you're trying to eat clean, but you've got a sweet tooth like me, that is no longer a problem. And let me tell you, it is so relieving to say that, knowing that I'm trying to eat clean, I have a sweet tooth, and I'm sticking to it for the time being. Uh, with Built Bar, every time I just get a craving. That's that's It's a pleasure to know that. Built Bar is your low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and obviously, most importantly high-fiber solution. You can even enjoy it if you're keto. Remember to use promo code LOCKED15, that is L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, to get 15% off of your next order at BuiltBar.com. To wrap up today's show, we're talking about the updated Heisman odds on BetOnline.ag for Emery Jones. Um, now, plus 2,500 odds. Just a... Uh, just a quick breakdown for those of you who aren't gambling, people who aren't heathens. Um, plus 2,500 means that if you bet 100, you will win, and you win, you win that money back plus 2,500. Um, so if it's plus 110, if you bet $100, you get your money back plus 110. Fun stuff, fun stuff, fun stuff. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that that's that's how that works. By the way, now that now you know, which um, those odds pretty juicy for me. I'm I'm definitely gonna hammer that even more. Uh here's the part that kind of peeves me off. Cause like odd wise, sure that's fine. What peeves me off is that Emory Jones is number eleven, and that sucks. Um. He's the 11th highest, uh, or the 11th best odds. And I'm not really super annoyed at that. It's more that I'm annoyed at who he's behind. Like, first off, JT Daniels is the favorite, which I think it's more likely that, like, who who's the lowest player on this list? Zay Flowers, wide receiver, Boston College. I think it's more likely he wins the Heisman than JT Daniels does. Like that's that's the point that I'm at. Um, yeah, it's it's foolish. It's silly. Um, it's just uh, yeah, being behind JT Daniels, it's dumb. Uh, being behind CJ Stroud, who does not have a pass attempt in his college career, dumb. Being behind. Uh, like Matt Coral, like I I love Matt Coral. I got mad respect for Matt Coral. But 
better than Emery? Like, you can't even use the excuse that, like, well, Matt Coral plays for an offensive play-calling guru like Lane Kiffin. Like, Emery plays for a better one. Emery plays for one that didn't burn out his first time going into the Power Five. Like, that's that's what I'm talking about. So Emery's got those updated odds, and, you know, maybe they're just putting a lot of weight into how tough this schedule's looking. Maybe it's that. I think it's a terrible decision either way, if we're being completely honest. Um, if if we're just being totally honest with ourselves, yeah, I think that's a terrible decision. I think Emory should be significantly higher. And, like, also, I want you to know this isn't just, like, this isn't just me being super homery. I realize that I keep going, oh, Emory Jones, like, Heisman. Like, that's not me being super homery. I have no problem. And I think I've proven I have no problem being unbiased. I just have incredibly high expectations for Emory Jones as the quarterback of the Florida Gators this year. But also, like, the JT Daniels thing is just like, thanks, Siri, every time. And, yeah, I'm just going to, thanks. I'm just going to, like, yeah, I'm leaving it in so you know what I have to deal with. Um, But, yeah, JT Daniels thing is just, it's just silly. And nothing more, nothing less. Uh... Yeah, these updated odds, I mean, they're they're solid. Like, I like them because I'm going to make this bet, and I'm going to win, and I'm going to... You know what? Make it plus 500,000. I'm cool with it. Like, I'll, I'll still do it. I don't care. As long as he's playing and he stays healthy, I'm, I'm going to be totally content with my bet. Genuinely don't care. In fact, I'm going to book this one right now, like, while I'm recording. Um... <laughs> Just to make sure I don't miss out, because yeah, when they change those odds, I'm not I'm not gonna be looking like a fool with my pants on the ground. Sorry. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah, that that's booked. Now we got Emery as Heisman odds booked for it. Hopefully, um, again, you don't have to bet a hundred dollars, but I mean, if I might make two thousand five hundred dollars off of this one. And I'm pretty confident, so I'm I'm betting on Emory, I'm betting on myself, and I'm betting on, I mean, bet online, if we're being honest. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I forced that into an ad, but that's what we're doing. Uh, yeah, Emory at plus 2,500, it's, it's disappointing from bet online, but, like, I have never been so confident in plus 2,500 odds hitting in my entire life, but... That about does it for today's episode of Locked On Gators. Join me tomorrow as we'll talk about the running backs in Gainesville, Florida. Once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole Nine Sports as W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E Sports. And be sure to check out Locked On LSU, hosted by Matt Moscona, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt is one of the more experienced and talented hosts we've got. Unfortunately, he's, he's got very poor decision-making with picking LSU. Uh, he should have picked a higher-quality university to support. I'm just saying. This week, the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Lockdown and Odyssey, featuring analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford, and Odyssey NBA experts, the Red Mamba, Brian Scalabrini, and former GM, Ryan McDonough. Our Lockdown NBA local experts will make selections and trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event, similar to like we did for the NFL Mock Draft. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the Odyssey app or wherever 
you get your podcast. And Odyssey, where you can find moi, is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y.